You are listening to the Vessel Aliveness Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Ann Jones. I created this podcast to encourage your heart and give you hope through tangible baby steps so you can make your health a priority again. You deserve to start feeling better in your body today and focus your energy back on the things that really matter instead of stressing about your diet. Your body is your vehicle for growth and experience in this life. Join me to explore how to feel more alive in your precious, hardworking mama vessel. Let's go to the show. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Today, we are going to be talking about something called primary food. This is a concept that I learned at the Institute for Integrated Nutrition. And so I mentioned it briefly in previous episodes, but if you're new here, um, primary food is everything that feeds you off the plate. And secondary food is everything that you consume. So anything that you would put into your body food or liquid wise. So I really do focus a lot on primary food because this feeds us in a way that is unique. And I'm going to explain why in this episode. So first, I'd like to start with a quote by Muji. It says, not quantity of changes, but quality of changes. And we'll come back around to this and you'll see why I wanted to start with this quote. So what is primary food? Why is it essential to your health? Um, If you remember being a kid and you are outside playing and running around and your mom calls you in for lunch, you're not even hungry. You just want to keep playing. That's because you were consuming primary food. You were using your imagination. You were getting activity. Maybe you were playing with a friend and socializing and all these things were feeding you in a way that your body was not saying, I need actual food. Um, Same as you can think about when you're in love. A lot of times we, you know, forget to eat because we're just, you know, so enamored with this other person. So those are just small examples of primary food and how they feed us in a way that gives us energy and keeps us going. So first and foremost, why primary food is so important is because I personally believe that we are spiritual beings first and material beings second. Why is this important to note? Because what this means is you you are not your body. Your weight is not you. Your body shape is not you. The vessel that others see and judge or praise is not actually you. It merely holds all that is. So I love talking about this stuff. I really love nerding out on the magic of how our body functions. And it gets me really excited to talk about different ways that we can assist our bodies that are super simple and no no brainers, things that you wouldn't normally think of. You think, oh, I gotta, you know, eat the right way and there's so much diet culture out there and what kind of exercise you need to do and build muscle and all this kind of stuff. But there are everyday things that we can do that are just fun and joyful that actually add immensely to our health. And I'm going to explain why. And you may hear rustle of papers because I do have my notes here because I don't want to miss anything. So I want you to think about this when we talk about being spiritual beings first and material beings second. Do we control directly our body functions? 
just sit and think about this for a minute. So the body is something that we barely understand after thousands of years of scientific study of it. So that's your first clue. Can you tap into your um, bodily functions and systems and become the manager of them? Can you really understand their function and tell the enzymes when to release and where to go and what the message is? That just happens automatically, right? So this system is working basically without you. It's, it's acting on its own, the body part of you. But we are aware of it. We can observe all of these things happening. It reminds me of growing up and watching um, the Magic School Bus with Miss Frizzle and how she went inside different body systems to see how they worked. We can't actually tap in like that with just our mind and our brain. So I just want you to do a little exercise here to prove my point. I want you to stare at your hand. So look at your hand and you can feel, if you concentrate in stillness, you can feel the life in your hand. You can feel a tingle if you really pay attention. But you can't go inside those blood vessels and see what's going on and what blood is going where and what nerves are shooting off. We don't really know any of that. You cannot be intimately connected with the inside of your hand. You have a basic awareness of it. So all of this to say is our bodies are given to us as a vessel so that we can live this life, so that we can experience this life. So a huge part of helping us reduce stress in and on the body is becoming more aware of the things that stress it out. So primary food addresses stress on the body and then secondary food, which is the food that we eat, addresses stress in the body. So if our body can function without added stress from the outside, this dramatically increases its ability to function on the inside because our bodies are really magically intricate. They're very intelligent and there are just small ways that we can help it function better. So we can hinder it or we can help it function better. So one of the things that primary food does is help us to avoid being in a continual state of fight or flight mode. Now, I know none of us can eliminate all stress from our life. Some people's lives are more stressful than others. Some people's jobs are inherently stressful, working in an ER, being a paramedic, being a firefighter, those kind of things, those jobs, there is a stress level with it. So we wanna learn how to come off in the off hours and be able to come back to a center and be able to calm those systems back down so that they don't continue to be in that mode. And I'm going to science out on you just a little bit, like nerd out on you and tell you a little bit about what I'm talking about in the fight or flight mode, take you back to, um, you know, high school science class for a second. So in fight or flight mode, we are trying to, our bodies are trying to determine whether we are being chased by a bear versus are we just being yelled at by Linda? So when we go into this mode of like panic and your heart rate rises, you it's actually shutting down unnecessary functions of the body to help you live, to help you flee. 
So here I'm talking about the autonomic nervous system, which this controls your digestion, your metabolism, um, urination, sexual response, heartbeat, blood pressure, breathing rate, the fluid balance in your body. And there's two parts to this. So there's the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic. So the sympathetic nervous system is fight or flight mode. This is helping us for to be able to get away from potential danger. So what this does is shut off body functions in the body so that we can run, basically. It weakens our immune defenses because that's not, not getting sick is not as important as living, right, at, at that moment. Um, it actually enhances your appetite because it thinks that your body needs extra energy to run and it decreases hormone function, it decreases digestion, and it can mess with your sleep. So when we are in a continual cycle of stress on the body, and we're tracking outside stress, this actually can harm your blood vessels and increase risks of heart disease. So what we want to do is be able to go smoothly between these two because our mind doesn't really know the difference between whether we're being yelled at by Linda and we have fear or anger or worry in our heart or if we're being chased by a bear. So I'm here to help you learn ways to come back to that center and calmness. And literally the parasympathetic helps the body from overworking and it restores calm and composition into the body. So it restores this state of balance, which is what we're looking for. So the process is reducing worry as much as possible, reducing negative thoughts as much as possible, and reducing stress. And we do this through primary food because this is every area of our life. So I'm going to briefly go through what primary food is and also talk about something called the circle of life. And I am offering this as a freebie in the link in the description below if you click on it and then click on free circle of life tool. So what this does, it's a little wheel and in the wheel it's cut into pie shapes and you have different categories of life. And so what you would do is rate your satisfaction level in each area. Not your mom's satisfaction level, not your partner's satisfaction level, not your boss's, not anybody's, but your own. How are you feeling about that area in your life? Are you satisfied with it or could it be improved even slightly? So the first area we talk about is joy and I talk about joy a lot. If we don't have joy in our life, what is this all for? We experience a lot of stress and a lot of sadness and some crazy things happening. And so finding those little pockets of joy actually helps your parasympathetic nervous system to work properly because it brings you back into balance. And then we have social life, community, camaraderie, support, um, you know, laughing with a group of people or helping people. Social is different for everybody, but how satisfied are you with your social life currently? It's been a hard year and I think many of us have really been hurt in this way, but 
I know like myself in general, I've been able to find some really great communities online through Zoom and seeing their faces that I wouldn't have in real person life. I mean, they are real people, but you know what I mean? Um, like going out for drinks and that kind of stuff. It's different. It feels like we're connecting on something specific or for a specific reason or just literally for support, to support each other. So I don't know if you've ever heard of the vagus nerve, but this is your information highway in the body and it runs from your brain down to your gut, all the way down your spine. And this vagus nerve sends information on pain and what hormones to release and all kinds of stuff. And the crazy part is we can weaken this nerve, but one way that we can strengthen it is connection. This vagus nerve actually registers connection with another human being. I mean, how incredible is that, that this vagus nerve knows when we have been deeply connected with another human, with another soul. So it actually strengthens its ability to send messages better, which is just nuts to me. So our social life is actually really important. Are we feeling connected with other people or are we in an isolated little bubble? Um, relationships are another part of that. They either fuel us or drain us. Do you feel good about yourself when you're around certain people or not? These are questions where you would start to evaluate different relationships in your life. Are you always pushing boundaries to be with somebody or do they encourage your growth and do they um, respect your boundaries? And then we talk about home environment. And this means, do you look around your home and feel tiny bursts of joy, tiny bursts of happiness? So I know that everybody is in a position to be able to get in a better house or have a better neighborhood and that kind of stuff. So it's little things I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the big changes. This goes back to the quality, not quantity of changes, but the quality of the changes that you make. We will be right back after this short break. And now, back to the show. You like the painting on your wall. If not, don't keep it. Find something that brings you joy. Find something that you love to look at. Do you like your dishes? Go to the thrift store and find really cool plate and eclectic or whatever and replace it with something that you really love to eat off from. This sounds silly. Drink your coffee out of a mug that reminds you of something that fills you up, that makes you feel warm, not just because of what you're drinking, but because of the mug that you are holding. What memory is it serving? So home environment really makes up all the little things in our home. Is it overwhelming? Do we have too much clutter? Um, can we live with less? Uh, next is home cooking. So home cooking is really interesting because we, what I like to talk about is an ingredient called love. I know it's corny, it is, but think about it. So when you go to a restaurant, if anybody has worked in the restaurant business, you know that it is complete chaos in the kitchen, complete and utter chaos and people swearing. And I mean, it's just busy and hectic and crazy. 
and um, a lot of times there can be um, unsavory characters that you're working with and so energy is a real thing the whole world is made up up of energy and we as human material beings are made up of energy and we actually take in the energy that is around us so when you go to a restaurant I'm not I go to restaurants I'm not knocking going to restaurant but I'm saying here's my point that energy in that kitchen that vibe is being put into your food because the person who is making it if they're stressed out now I know like I've watched some cooks and you can tell they are putting the ingredient love into their food they love what they're doing they're committed to what they're doing um you know they pay attention to every detail and you can taste that in somebody's food it is tangible when someone has put their like heart and soul into a dish right so at home it doesn't matter if you are making a box of craft macaroni and cheese or a kale salad or a grilled chicken or whatever it may be if your intention is to love on the people or love on your own body you're already ahead of the game you're already putting that good vibe into your food i know this sounds really woo woo for some of you but i mean energy is a scientific form of what we are made of and everything is made of that so our intentions going into our food that's why we bless our food that's why prayer became a thing because we are blessing our food with words and words are energy and words matter and so we say a blessing bless this food to our bodies may it help us we're sending words of gratitude we're sending words of love into the dish so even if it's not like the cleanest meal or organic it doesn't matter if the intention behind it is i this meal is going to nourish my body and i'm going to bless it to do so and it will um next physical activity if you're not moving your body this is something that i've always struggled with is continually moving my body i do move a lot with my kids but so we will be talking more about this in a future episode finding physical activity that you love enough that you will come back to it again and again because it brings you what joy we're looking for joy in every of these areas more joy in our social life more joy in our relationships more joy throughout our home more joy in our cooking more joy in how we move and then also our health is another category what areas are you continually avoiding in your health what do you know you need to address that you're not addressing education this podcast could be filling your education bucket because if you're learning something new we are beings of growth and learning and we crave evolution we crave growth and to evolve and so if we're not learning something it can be anything pick a topic you can learn how to crochet you can learn how basil grows best you can learn how um shoes are put together literally anything we just that growth factor so are you growing and how are you growing and then we look at our career going to work do you feel expansive or is it constrictive going in there do you have panic attacks when you wake up on monday morning and you know you have to go to work or are you excited to be there and again in this society not everybody has the chance or choice to easily move jobs and maybe do like their love thing i'm not saying that it can't be done and you can put your focus there but that's another conversation for another day well what i'm saying is 
How can you bring a little bit more joy into the job that you currently have? How can you make it even just a tiny bit less stressful? Is it sleeping more? Do you need to wake up a little earlier so you feel like you have time to yourself before you go in there? Time to ground, time to pray, time to read or meditate before you are in a situation that maybe sometimes makes you feel negative or anxious or stressful or fearful? So again, how can we bring our system back to that center and that grounding? I'm not saying you have to have your dream job. That's I, you know, wonderful for everybody if we can get to that point as a society. But there are little things we can do and sometimes people just want to serve. Like just being of service, like maybe it's not the exact job you want, but do you find joy in the service that you are providing for others? What is it giving them? Finances are another area. Um, If you are stressed continually about money, guess what? Your body is in fight or flight mode all the time if you are living paycheck to paycheck. So how can you bring in extra income? How can you maybe cut things out that you don't really need? Um, Do you have a budget? Is that something you've been avoiding? One of my clients said yesterday that she always thought a budget would feel really constricting and I did as well. And once she got it instituted, she was amazed at how freeing it was to have a budget. So, you know, finances also adds to our health and to our stress. Creativity is another area. Activating your imagination. And I've talked a little bit about creativity in the last episode, um, I think, or maybe it was the first one. But what ignites your imagination what what can pass a time for you so fast that you look up and you're like, oh my gosh, uh, I didn't realize I've been working on that this long. When I create content for my followers and for my listeners, I have so much fun. I That is a creative process for me and I can literally work on it for four hours and look up and be like, oh my gosh, where did the time go? Because I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. I'm enjoying the service that I'm providing. I'm enjoying the knowledge and information that I'm putting out there. And I my hope, ultimate hope, is that I can help somebody feel a little better in their body every day, just a little bit more. And then the last, but certainly not least, is spiritual. How is your spiritual journey? Where are you at? Um, Are you angry with, you know, the way your life is going? Like, how can you tap into something greater within yourself and around you and into a community? And that can look like many different things. So these are just the different areas of primary food that I talk about. So let's recap real quick because I know I did a lot or talked about a couple different things. So the main takeaways for today are number one, having a partnership with our physical human body, which holds all that we are, the soul and the spirit of us. This allows us to explore and experience this life. You are not your body. Your body is a vessel. The next one we talked about 
the takeaway number two is the autonomic nervous system and going into fight or flight mode. And what little we can control is stress on the body, not all stress, but we can control certain levels of stress and just learn how to shift more smoothly between those two systems, between the rest mode and the calm and peace and grounded mode and the fight and flight mode. I'm not saying you can completely eliminate fight or flight mode. Let's just be real here. The third one is reducing stress through what? Primary food. So how to avoid fight or flight mode um, and how to get back to that balance. And then the last takeaway would be learning ways to come back to center. Joy, your social, your home environment, learning something new. How can we bring this into our life more? As we consider the ways that primary food affects our lives, we must tie in how social injustices impact marginalized identities as well. If you hold a material body identity that is black, brown, indigenous, Asian, American, Pacific Islander, disabled, or LGBTQ, your level of body stress is most likely heightened and you may experience a barrage of continual stress on top of just regular human life. So keep this in mind as a person myself who holds a white identity, because of my privilege, it is inherently easier for me to find balance in most areas of primary food. Community is such a huge part of this. So if you hold one of these identities that are often discriminated against and face systems of oppression and racism daily, protect your joy. Um, Find safe community spaces for support and for encouragement. If you hold an identity of privilege and a white or white passing body, how can you support the ease in which these humans can access their primary food? How can you support their ultimate joy in life? We all have daily stress, but many face daily discrimination that work to oppress their growth, their wealth, and opportunities to better their situations. When we know better, we do better. And so part of my primary food as a white person is tapping into my community and to those communities that have been marginalized and of color to help them find more ease in their primary food. So to wrap it all up, I would like you to pick one stress-reducing activity that you can do daily that will bring you just a little bit more peace and a little bit more joy. And do it every day for one week and see how you feel. Just one tiny thing. It doesn't have to be a huge shift. But think about this quote again. It is not the quantity of the changes, but the quality of the changes. Again, that's by Muji. And if you'd like to try the free Circle of Life uh, tool, it is in the link in the description. And you can... um, really sit down and truly evaluate where you are in your life and what areas you've been avoiding. And I find that there's areas that we really excel at. Like I'm always good at creativity. I'm always good at home cooking. I'm always good at, um, you know, finding the joy. But I've struggled with finance over and over. I've struggled with physical activity over and over. I've struggled with social over and over or relationships. Um, So sometimes when you evaluate it, you can see that there are areas of your life that you're continually brushing out of the, pardon me, brushing under the rug and not paying attention to. 
Um, so yeah, there you have it. We are not our bodies and primary food can help us become healthier human beings. Hey love, thanks so much for listening to the show. This is just a short break so that I can invite you over to join my Patreon membership. Over there, you will learn tangible ways to implement and make your health a priority. There are three reasons why you might want to consider joining my Patreon. One, you want to support my content creation because you love me and or it resonates with you. Two, you're tired of stressing over diet after diet, but need to make your health a priority desperately. And three, you want to access um, exclusive content, classes, and a supportive community without the one-on-one prices. Some of the benefits you can expect over there are health education videos, early release content, Patreon-only content, masterclass replays, live stream discussions, one-on-one mini coaching opportunities, updates and resources in my social justice work, recipes, personal musings, and a safe community for growth. These are just a few of the benefits. This starts at $1 a month and up. You get to choose what works for you and your life right now. The link will be in the description below and I hope to see you over there. All right, let's get back to the show. have it. Thank you so much for listening, friend. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share this podcast if it resonates and tag me on your Instagram stories. Your support means the world to me. Be sure to check out my freebies and service offers in the link description below and join my Patreon and find the monthly offer that works best for your life starting at just $1 a month. And in case no one has told you lately, you are so loved and held, dear one. Seek joy, even in the smallest of ways today. You deserve to experience it and to feel good in your body. Till next time, I love you.